Great to have our next guest back with us on Jobbing Out. As this man, uh, the last time we talked to him, he was an indie star, and he was killing it, and we knew something big was coming, and boy, did it ever, um, as he's looked like a million damn dollars since he's joined AEW. He is coming. It's finally, we finally have events again. I'm so happy about this. And Grade 8's memorabilia has partnered up to bring the Grade 8 stable to Baltimore Celeb Fest on May 15th. You can find out more great8smemorabilia.com. It's a pleasure to welcome in Brian Cage back to Jobbing Out. What's going on, dude? It's great to chat with you. Uh, thank you, man. Thank you. I, 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 see, I was an indie star, and I became a big star in AEW because I quit jobbing out. That's what happened there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, bro, you certainly weren't jobbing out last week. Holy hell, man. No, I did not. Oh, my God. All right, there's so much I want to cover with you. Can I start by just saying generically? Can you explain how life changes when you get an opportunity like this? And, and, and again, you were killing it. You know, everybody, the first time everyone in the world laid eyes on you, were like, okay, yeah, this dude is going to be a star. I mean, you just have that look. Um, but when you get this opportunity to be on TV every week, to get high-profile opportunities, how much does life really tangibly change, or will we be surprised to learn it doesn't change all that much? Uh, no, well, I mean, it's been a pretty, pretty steady ride for me uh, since, you know, uh, Lucha Underground through Impact through now, so obviously the um, uh, the the limelight I guess grows a little brighter and, and you know your name's a little more well known. But you know it, it's been a pretty pretty consistent steady change for me. So it's not a, a huge drastic like oh my gosh like what's going on. But you know I've been I've been willing and able and uh, waiting for this opportunity. And I still feel like yeah I did a job out last week. I had a big win this last week. But I feel like my my true calling and, you know, big opportunity has yet to even happen yet. So, you know, I just make the best of it when I get it. And, uh, it's still, you know, it's, it's cool. When I'm out with my son and read a movie theater or something. And somebody goes like, Hey man, do you watch wrestling? And I'm like, yeah, dude. And he goes, man, do you know this guy, Brian Cage? You look just like him. I'm like, yeah, cause I am him, but, uh. I mean, you're like, yeah. Okay. Do you ever play along? Like, no, who's that? Like, tell me, you're right, right. That, there, you know, sometimes too, I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's not too many people who rock around, you know, my size, my look, not cyber, many. Full hawk. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's not the, not the most many. common combination. No doubt about that, man. No doubt about it. Okay, so, so you know, we bring up, let, let's cover last week only because, holy crap, man. Like, what, what an amazing win this is to get. Um, I, and I know, like, you're probably, I think the people, the thing that people don't realize is you're 37, right? Like, you're not a young guy in wrestling terms, right? Nope. Like, how important was it for you? To, to make a statement to know, hey, you're probably, you don't have 20 years to do this, right? Like, you can't just sit around and wait. How important was it for you to make that statement and know, holy crap, everybody's talking about you after you get a win like beating Hangman? Uh, oh, it's extremely important. And like I said, uh, it, you, you, and you just said, I'm not young, but I also have been doing this, you know, for a couple of years. I've been doing this for 15 plus. So I, I've made the best of every opportunity I've had, and I've done well. For myself, career-wise, financially, all jazz, but I feel like you know my my potential still hasn't even come close to being being met yet. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get there. And, and to get there, you gotta knock these suckers out of the park when you get an opportunity like that, which is exactly what I did. And uh, hopefully, we'll keep keep doing and keep being an opportunity to keep on proving myself because uh, I keep going back to you. You also said everyone sees something in me like, oh, this guy's gonna be a big star, big star. And again, I've done well for myself, but I feel like that. Big star moment has been uh, like on the verge of coming for a very long time now, and uh, most people do have that same 
you know, overall opinion of me, but I'm like, exactly, I'm not getting any younger. So this big star moment's got to, you know, it's got to kind of happen pretty soon here. Can't can't be taking too much longer. Dude, dude, that felt like a big star moment, though. I mean, did it feel as big to you as it did the rest of us? And, and I say that, you know, like, we, I, I don't know how much nerdy wrestling crap we want to talk about here, but, like, you know, it had been a rough time for Team Taz. Let's just be honest about it. You oh, guys sure, 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 sure. You had taken a lot of L's. And so I think there was a lot of surprise to you guys getting that win and you getting that win. It felt like a big moment, like there was a statement being made about Brian Cage moving forward. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. And I, 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 uh, I definitely hope that's the case. And, and yeah, we've taken a lot of L's. Well, I guess Team Taz as a whole has taken a lot of L's. I guess it's one thing, I guess, in defense of myself or, or at least to protect me. I don't really take too many L's. Right. <laughs> we had the, you know, the tag match, Darby match, and the Moxie match are all my L's. They're like my, all my three top big like profile matches that I've lost. <laughs> so maybe I haven't lost a lot, but I've lost all the important ones. But then on the flip side, I haven't really won anything like terrifically over the top grade either. So this was definitely a, a, a pretty shiny moment for me. Because, you know, also I'm not naive to the fact that not everybody knows who I am. Not everybody has followed my career through PWG and Lucha Underground yep. and Impact Wrestling and whatnot. So a lot of people, you know, who are new to me, aren't uh, you know aren't, aren't, aren't real keen on exactly who I am and what all I can do, what I'm capable of. So um, that's another reason why you have to you know nail every opportunity out of the park because yeah, for people who don't know, you know, I'm, I'm trying to make them know. Brian, can you talk about that a little bit? Like the difference between everything that you've done in your career versus this past, you know, year and a half that AEW has been a thing. And, and, and I can't exactly remember how long it's been since you debuted yourself on AEW, but have you noticed a significant difference in the way you are received or responded to? I know it's hard in the COVID era, but even online and things like that, have can you notice that difference of, you know, what AEW and you being a part of it has meant for your journey right now? Oh, for sure. It definitely made me a bigger star and definitely will, you know, will more known and have a larger audience, for sure. Um, with that being said, though, I also feel like with my overall use being down, well, because I was, you know, super indie darling and I was working like crazy on indies every week and just killing it. So since those are kind of, you know, almost non-existent now because of the pandemic. Um, and also my time in Youth Impact was great. Obviously, not as many eyes are on that um, as AEW, but I feel like my overall maybe... It's weird. Like I feel like my my overness in wrestling was almost maybe more than, but my overall overness now is more. Yeah, if you kind of get what I'm saying. Like I felt, I felt like my 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 wrestling stat bar maybe was higher before, but just how the, the, the well gen- known I am is right, higher now. Right. The so. general public is more aware of you yeah. at this point yeah. than they were before. But and and we talked about this the last time we had you on, dude. Everybody in wrestling knew immediately like just one look at you and i don't know at what age you started looking like you but like what else could you possibly be doing you were a human ass kicker that's what you are this is what you're supposed to be doing um and i think everybody realized that that's why they're so exciting Uh, let's let's make sure we're talking this up baltimore celeb fest is coming may 15th um in millersville and it's an amazing event with over 50 professional wrestlers including the grade eight stable which is not only brian but lance archer there's not gonna be any like problems between you and lance are there at the at select no 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 actually actually get along with lance quite well all right all right have uh 
you know, we're big, we're big uh, meaty, what, what did you say, human ass kickers? Ass but, kickers, <laughs> yes, correct. You both have that look, 1,000%. But uh, actually, Lance are my favorite people, you know. So That's I'm awesome. looking forward to whenever we do square up in the ring. But, uh, but yeah, no, those, there should be no issues. That's awesome, man. Also, the beautiful people will be there. Tessa Blanchard is part of the stable as well. Diamante, yeah. Flip Gordon, Matt Seidel. Like, I mean, it's an unbelievable group. And you can meet all eight of the great eight stable for just 200 bucks, photos and autographs with all eight for 200 bucks, And i that's an unbelievable offer that you can that's take pretty, advantage, that's, right? That, that's a pretty stellar deal, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because you're usually, usually looking at, like, minimum 40, minimum 40. Exactly. 40 to 50 per person, like, for both of those. So you t- okay, so you take five times it's by, you know, yeah, you're, you're, you're saving like at least half there. Dude, it's incredible. It's an incredible offer. My buddy Chris Ruling put it together. He's an amazing guy, and he's doing great work. Great Eights Memorabilia. We love them. GreatEightsMemorabilia.com with the number eight to get that ticket for the Great Eight Stable. Um, uh, Brian, the, the, the experience in AEW, the locker room, the what you guys are doing, the sort of rogue – you know, um, startup is the wrong thing to say because there's a lot of money behind it, obviously. Like, yeah. that's, that's an unfair term. But, but knowing that you're the underdog, if you will, like, that, what is that like to be a part of something that clearly has caught the wrestling world by storm, even when maybe it wasn't necessarily paying off big time for you personally week to week? Um, well, man, it's just great that there's something, like, remember the last time I was part of something, that kind of slowly took the wrestling world by storm with Smooch Underground, which is still yeah. my favorite favorite uh, just moment times in wrestling. Um, absolutely loved it there. And so now that we're here with another alternative, and there's actually you know it's because okay the biggest problem with Lucha Underground was really with with finances and, and TV network, and here we got the finances to back the company, and we got a, you know TNT. That's it. If if El Rey was on TNT or El Rey, if Lucha Underground was on TNT instead of El Rey, you know probably would have been a little bit better, lasted a little longer, to yeah. say the least. So, I mean, both those things there, I don't see they be going anywhere. It's been phenomenal. Like, I mean, there's so many people that are into it, and have, you know, even the, some of the WWE diehards have like, oh man, wait a minute, this is this is what the alternative is. It's pretty awesome. So, at, at the end of the day, too, it's just great to have like legit competition because competition begets greater competition, and it just you know more uh, more places for people to work, more shows for people to watch. It just, just gives everyone a choice, all in all. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's been great, and I'm glad it's here. Somebody just pinch me. You know, we always talk about pinch me moments when we talk to guys. You know, everything you've done between Lucha, between, you know, being world champion, um, you know, now being an AEW, what's been the biggest, and, and if there's two or three, that's okay, but the moments where you've had to, like, look at yourself, like, holy crap, this is the life I'm living. Like, this is... This is what I get to do, and they compensate for it, me for it. And you know, <laughs> like, what what have been the moments that have been the ones that have really made you like take pause for a second and reflect on this is where you are in your life? Well, I mean, obviously the within AEW, uh, Power Rangers Sting obviously is, is up there. Yeah, I mean um, that doesn't I'm, suck. <laughs> yeah, I mean not only just because too, you got to realize like now the Power Rangers Sting who is somebody who is. You know, childhood icon was literally one of my first wrestling figures I ever had as a child. But then, obviously, throw in the variable of him not bumping for almost six years and being basically retired from an injury to a very similar bump, and then like so that's a, that whole that's a whole another compound of oh wow, pinch me moment. You know, yep. the power bump him. Yep. And I try not to even really like 
think about it too much after the fact. Are, are you nervous about it in the moment at all? Like, is there any part of you that's like, dude, this is... Oh, for, for, for certain things, for that, I wasn't, because I didn't, I didn't want to even think about it. Because I was like, look, I know I can't powerbomb him. I can't kill him, but I can't powerbomb him live. Like, I got to, you know, he's going to be down from this. And, like, Tony was, like, hyping me up so much for how good I was and safe I was. And I didn't want to get in my head about it. I was like, look, I'm just going to welcome powerbomb a guy. I do that all the time, no problem. So it was more after the fact that I really digested it. I was like, oh, wow, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. It doesn't suck, man. It doesn't no, suck. No, it doesn't <laughs> suck. Um, I mean, outside of that, so- oh, I, sorry, go ahead. I, oh, see, outside of that, I mean, I don't know. I mean, just anytime I'm, I'm in any sort of match, I just love, and obviously when you're in the crowd's pool and they're cheering you on, like, I mean, there's there's not, like, just one moment like that. that, that just being out there, you can travel the world and do what I love is always a, a pantry moment. And just, you know, anytime that I'm mad and I'm stuck in traffic or whatever the case, and I'm, you know, complaining about this or that, I go, oh, this could be my life every day, driving to a nine-to-five, but it's not, so... You know that that that's a pinch me moment in, in, in itself. But obviously, probably I'm going to and anything like that with like that nostalgia for me and the child is is uh is pretty great. You mentioned Sting in in that moment. Like, is there is there anybody else like that that you know in a perfect world before this whole wrestling thing is over for you, you get to interact with, wrestle, do some kind of segment on t- television with? Oh man. Um, I mean, I'm sure this one's pretty much gone, but I'd love to have done something with Shawn Michaels since he's my ultimate fave. Um, you know, AJ Styles, we're able to jump ship. That's, uh, that's, that's probably an ultimate dream match. Um, uh, trying to think of something else that's a little different. Um, uh, you know, getting to interact with certain people that I've been at with at, uh, you know, cons or even like international shows and have them come up and, like, talk about them being a fan of me is always, like, pretty surreal, too, and crazy. Okay, what's Even, the one? Like, give, me, give me an example of that. Give me somebody that, like, you found out was a fan of yours, and you're like, holy F, how does he even know who I am, or she even know who right. I am? Okay, this is a total random one. I remember I was at uh, uh, a convention, and literally Coco Beware was going nuts for me. Wow! Right? Wow, that's <laughs> cool, man. So, 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 and then, even better yet, because, like, you know, most of us know all the wrestlers, and we're like, she's waiting for me to go somewhere because we gotta go take a picture somewhere, do something. And like, cause I'm talking to him and he's just like, like, I mean, hyping me up like huge. So Melissa just thinks it's a written, like a normal fan marking out on me. And she kind of like really dominates him to like tell him to shut up so he can go kind of, I was like, babe, it's a Hall of Famer. You can't treat him like that. She's like, who wants it? I was like, come on, man. What are you doing? <laughs> You're like, we gotta get the fan. We gotta get the fans out of here. We just gotta do like, no, that's Coco beware. <laughs> Seriously, oh, that's like, amazing! Come on, man. man. That is, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, and, and, anytime like you know, like you know, when I'm like somewhere with Jericho Cruz or another show, or you know, and like 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 Mick Foley or like whenever somebody other, like that that's your coach, she's like, oh, hi, Brian, how are you doing? Like, we're like, do you like know who you are? Even if they don't know me, but they know who I am. Like, that's there's always like a little like surreal. No, dude, as well. no doubt. That's that's unbelievable. I mean, that's I. I this is it's going to mean nothing like. So I, I, you know, I work in sports media, and I remember the first time I was in a locker room, and Ray Lewis, the the Ravens linebacker at the time, came up to me and was like, "Glenn, get out of my way." 
And I was like, at first, kind of like, oh, no, Ray Lewis is mad at me. And then the second response was, holy crap, Ray Lewis knows who I am. (laughs) It's that, it was a wild moment. I totally get it, man. It's not because I'm an ass kicker, though. It's just because I'm a guy that's annoying to him. Uh, Just another minute or two here with Brian Cage, the uh, FTW champion, of course, from AEW. And he's coming to Baltimore Celeb Fest May 15th. Again, you can meet the Great Eights stable by going to greateightsmemorabilia.com. Brian, um, yep. I, you know, I just brought up the belt. Um, is is the goal for you to defend the belt more? Is it more like, no, I'm Brian Cage. I am the FTW champion. There is no need to defend the belt. This is just who I am. I've got other things that I'm looking to pursue. Uh, it's probably more of the latter for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I have no qualms defending the title. I actually wouldn't mind that since I, since I have it, but it's, People ask, like, oh, why don't you defend the title? I'm like, hey, man, I, you know, I'm not the one that books the card. I just show up to defend it. Um, but but with that being said, too, yeah, I am my own guy. I am my own machine. I do have my own goals and aspirations. And, you know, uh, I, I have my own ass-kicking on my own that I need to do. So, the, uh, You brought up AJ Styles a second ago. Can I ask, honestly, like, do you guys talk? Do you guys, you know, do you trade messages back? Like, hey, man, I don't know when you're up, like... It, it would be a dream to have you over here, and I don't know if guys over there do that with you guys. Like, is there any of that, or do you all know better? Like, we, we don't talk about all that sort of stuff. We let everybody figure out their own stuff on their own. Uh, you know, no, no, I don't talk to him about that at all. I mean, I barely even talk to AJ whatsoever. But you know, if I see him in passing, I would talk to him. But there's a few guys I'm more friends with. They're like, oh, it'd be cool to have you over here. Or you know, hey, when's your deal up? Or you know, maybe some of that kind of small talk. But but overall, it's not like. Um, like, you never like a, a salesman trying to sell, right, right. you know, somebody to come on over. And, and they're doing their thing, right? Like, they're yeah. doing they're doing their sure. thing, and you get it, and you're not, man, you know, it's, what you know, never want to be in somebody else's wallet, right? Like, you never want sure, to sure. Be, they're in their good places in life, man. Oh, man, Brian Cage. Dude, it's it's unbelievable to, to watch what you're doing right now, and I, I, I can't believe that this timed out that we got to talk to you this week of all weeks, man. I cannot believe that that worked out perfectly, that here you what, are. What, what, what was, the, was the first time? Did we talk before I had the Cedric Alexander match in Baltimore? Is that what we talked before? It might have been when it was. That might have been exactly when it was that we yeah, had yeah. you on. Dude, I, you know, like, you know, this, you know how cool this area is, and this is the great part. We talked about finally having fans back. You know how amazing this area is for wrestling fans. And we haven't been able to have, and I know this, there's not going to be wrestling at this event, but it's just nice to have wrestling fans be able to get together oh, again somewhere. Absolutely. I had two of my favorite, actually, I'm wrestling Moose tonight. I'm at a show right now. Love Moose. A, a, a DC guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Moose there, a match I had with Moose there for House of Hardcore was one of my favorite matches I've had and it was my favorite match I've ever had with Moose. In the same venue for MCW, uh, I wrestled Leo Rush, which I absolutely love that match. And I, a few different times I've gone to online complaining about it because I remember the match was so good, but the um, the hard drive got corrupted and there's no footage of that match. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. No. There, there's a couple people that have had like some like, clips that they'll post on social media that I've tried to gather together. But we did do it again at uh, VXS back in September, which was a really good match. It wasn't as good as the first one, but it still was really good. Um but yeah, no, I I actually love both Baltimore. I have a couple of really good friends there. Exile Jim's there. Jimmy Seafood's there. Well, the I, mean, I mean, I mean, 
I mean, bro, I, you're. I'm, I'm assuming you're hitting up while you're in town. I mean, I'm oh, gonna, of course, right? every time, every time. <laughs> do you have every a go-to? Time. Do you have a go-to at Jimmy's? Do you have something that you have to get every time you're? I, this is so, the weird part for me. I go so frequently, but I still try to get something different every time I'm there. Well, they have so much, so much food on the menu too. But I usually like funny because I always want to pick up, but I'm always like, I'm usually there for like for something. So I'm like, oh, I want to like cheat and pick up and make here for something. Um, I've gotten sushi a few different times. I've gotten the orange roughy because I love orange roughy and that's so hard to find. Their meal prep is like one of the best meal preps ever just because it's like their food. And so I always get like uh, a couple of different, like the Tuscan chicken and the Mongolian beef are like two of my go-to like meal preps. I did get some of the desserts to go last time too, which were phenomenal. Oh, and he just um, he just put a bunch of new ones on the menu too, like last week. Well, I mean, and if yeah, and no. if, if you haven't been since they introduced the crab keto's, you're gonna like it's it's taquitos with like lump crab meat. It's everything you could ask for in the world. I mean, if you're gonna oh, cheat, man. bro, I gotta eat. Um, yeah, of course, of course, I've had the crab cakes, you know. So, um. Yeah, that place is off. And Jimmy's great, and the, the whole vibe and scenery is great. Like, every every time we do this, I always tell John, like, you're the, nobody needs to put Jimmy's over because the, the point is we do it just because we genuinely love it that much. Like, yeah, it's yeah. not, it, he doesn't need it. Like, the, he's his business is fine. It's killing it. We do it because we just genuinely hang then, out at Jimmy's all the time, and, and he's a great guy. I pop so hard for the anti-vegan stuff. I'm, I'm gonna oh yeah, he goes, he goes. He goes. <laughs> oh, he kills. I, I took, I took so many stickers last time. I had them all over my six-pack bag and my travel bag. Just, a, <laughs> just, just a, I'm not I think vegan. It's, it's just incredible how nationally known Jimmy's is linked directly to wrestling, the wrestling community. Like every wrestler oh, sure. that you talk to knows Jimmy's, has been there, has eaten there. Wrestling fans, which I think is actually they weird, travel here. They travel like, here to see Jimmy's. Right. It's amazing. Like, it makes sense to all the boys because John's a huge wrestling fan, and the, you know that's been going on for a while. You know the, the word of mouth, but the, the actual fans will come from like California to eat there is nuts. So every time, every time I'm there, I'm like, oh, we can go to Jimmy's, or like when I hear someone's going to be there, I'm like, oh, you guys go to Jimmy's. It's so good. Dude, it's, it's so good. And then yeah, the now we got the convention back, and on top of that, I'm like, I'm shocked about the stuff I like now. Almost every person, um, I don't say almost because that sounds rude, but no, like every person in this group too, and it wasn't hand-selected by me, by the way. This just happened that way. But uh, is is all like some of my favorite people in wrestling too, so it's actually a pretty good That's time so for myself. Cool. That's so I said, cool. Uh, I really like Lance. I go on great with Diamante. I think Matt Seidel is phenomenal. Does, like, I feel like he doesn't get enough credit for how good he is. He does so many little things that just, uh, he's phenomenal. Flip Gordon and Tessa Blanchard are two of my best friends in the business. How Flip was in my wedding. Wow, um, I didn't know that. Oh, that's awesome, yeah. man. And, that's uh, awesome. And then the beautiful people are the beautiful people. I've not, actually known Angelina Love forever. She was deep south with me. She was one of the first intergender matches I, I've been involved in. And, um, and then I, I'd be admissive that Velvet Sky hasn't always been like a, a little wrestling crush of mine. And she loves Oreos just as much as me, and everyone brings her Oreos. And I get a little bit jealous. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, it, but... all right. But then before we let you go, because this is a big part for us, are you? is it always like old-school Oreos, or are you like the type that has to try every new flavor? Oh, the... I have every new flavor. Yeah. Every new... Yeah. I'm a flavor guy. I'm a flavor guy. Okay, so, so like, give, like give if me... I, if, I go to, if I go to any shop of any type of ice cream cookie, whatever, and there's multiple flavors, that's why I'm in trouble because I have to try it all. I'm with I, you, and that's I, my that's I, my Jimmy's I, problem. I yeah, I, I, I got to know what the best flavor is, and then I got to have a second one of that best flavor. So, like, dude, dude, uh, give me your the, give me your one seed for all of the Oreo flavors. Give me the okay, one. So, 
the the one that I love and it's no longer there. Maybe that's why I love it so much. Is the cookie dough? The cookie dough came out. It's always limited edition because they don't sell well. You know, they pull them. Yeah, cookie dough was was amazing. And okay, it's never there anymore. The biggest upset of all time. One day we did the show and Vernon Davis, who was a tight end with the Redskins at the time, came in and sat in with us on the show and he brought us because he knew that this was our bit. That we always tried the new flavors. He brought us yeah. the blueberry pie Oreos and I said, bro, just take them out. Just t- nobody wants this. Nobody has asked for a blueberry pie Oreo. I stand by it to this day. The Best flavor they've ever effing done. I would rather have a blueberry pie Oreo than a blueberry pie. It was that good, man. I swear. I swear. Shut it all down. Make nothing but blueberry pie Oreos for forever. They're incredible. Not only have I not had one, I've never even knew those existed. I'm I'm a very... Very big Oreo connoisseur. So I, I don't know thing. if they're still available or not. We will try to track them down. If they are, we'll get them to you on the fifteenth. That's a promise, brother. That's, That's a, you're that right, Glenn. Amazing. It did sound real bad, dude. It it, it makes no sense. There's dude, no. I've had some random like like the lemon ones are good. I've had um I've had the strawberry banana ones. I've had. Uh, a couple of different fruit ones, and my son was like, "That's weird, but they're good. They're good. I'm amazing. Amazing." Is there any? Was there, is there one particular that was not good? That was the worst. The worst flavor. Um, I, I, I would say it, I didn't hate it, but watermelon wasn't my favorite. Yeah, that, that, I don't know what they were doing there. The, the yeah. fudge ones basically were just an E.L. fudge, and I was like, I like it because I like E.L. fudge, but it's just not necessary because I can just go have an E.L. fudge. Like, it's 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 not a necessary flavor you, you, at that you point. Know, you know what I don't like about, like, I love white chocolate, too, and they have, like, the white chocolate, like, dip, dip fudge ones. Yeah. I don't like about those is the package is, like, half the size of a normal package. It pissed me off. <laughs> it's the same price, but you have to have more Bro, we could do an Oreo show. I swear to God, we might want to start an Oreo podcast at right? some point just to do this. Brian Cage, all right, uh, great8smemorabilia.com. Great eights, the number eight. Great8smemorabilia.com. And you can meet all eight, everybody that Brian just listed, all eight of them for 200 bucks, which is an insane deal. And that's pictures and autographs for the entire stable if you go to great8smemorabilia.com for Celeb Fest coming May 15th. Brian, what can we plug for you? Social media, T-shirts, all of that stuff, man. ProWrestlingTees.com. Everyone their mom has one. So just put in Brian, Brian Cage at the end of it. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Brian Cage. Um, social media, Brian Cage on Instagram. Mr. GMSI underscore B Cage on Twitter. Terrible name. I thought it was cool when I created it long ago, but it's verified, so I can't change it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's everybody knows you, though, so I mean, I think you're all right. I think it's okay. Oh, bro. Brian Cage, it's so great to catch up with you again, man. We can't wait to see you on the 15th at Celeb yes, Fest. Yes, a couple we, weeks away. We'll se- see you there. Seriously, on a personal level, incredible congratulations about like we spent about 20 minutes on last week's show talking about what an amazing win that was and how good we felt for you bro uh, well i am happy that uh, everyone's been shocked about it but also the, as, as much as everyone's been shocked about it no one's really hating on it they all been they're nope. pretty stoked on it and it was so. a great match it was a great match yeah. it was an awesome win and i hope that it means massive things for you moving forward brother right. brian really really, what happens. really appreciate it dude know you got a show to get to and we kept you late thank you for taking the time uh, for us no problem man no problem thanks all brian right. No problem, guys. Take care. Oreos for life.